Welcome to the Steve and Stone Show, powered by two dudes trying to revive and relive their college podcast. I think America is the land of second chances, except for when it comes to this dude, Mr. Jabba the Hutt, you fat, slobbly, no good, lazy. Oh, come on. That's a little strong. And listen. With your host, Newport Goals announcer, and a guy that doesn't believe you can eat mac and cheese with a spoon, Stephen Hutt. Five-eight little mousy boys that live in the wall and crawl around for cheese. <laughs> okay, we get it. Alongside award-winning podcaster and two-time Nebraska walk-on trial participant, Colton Stone. How he takes off the shirt. He's bare-chested and banging his chest. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Being everything from college football to baseball to creating dumb lists purely for debate. Totally stupid. But Doug and I love stupid. Tune in every week wherever you listen to podcasts and enjoy. Now there's a difference between having fun and being a jackass. Welcome to it, Stephen Stone Show. I'm Colton Stone alongside Stephen Huff. And you heard Kevin Harlan. Uh, I had my shirt on. <laughs> but I'm not going to deny the rest of what he said right. uh, last night. Steven, it's been a week. Um, we're back again. And uh, what's the past week been like for you, man? Uh, well, yeah, I got a lot going on in my life. Um, <laughs> so get ready for the next hour. Cause, well, yesterday I went and uh, I played soccer for the first time okay. since uh, since May, since college, really. Um, so what, nine months? Yeah, and um, it's kind of like me playing golf. Like I, I'm like, yeah, I'm really good at golf, but for like two months out of the year, right. the other ten, I'm like, eh. it's terrible. Yeah, yeah. but uh, so I was playing. We we were just shooting around, and then a bunch of people showed up. We actually uh, had a pickup game, and it was eleven v eleven, normal size. It, we played wow. a whole ninety minutes. You rarely get this opportunity, wow. so you have to play. I've seen like some seven on seven. That's what it usually like, is. Six on six, lot, seven, eleven on eleven. Played a full ninety minutes, and. About three minutes in, I had a cramp in my left calf, and then uh, four minutes after that, I had a cramp in my right calf. So the whole 90 <laughs> minutes, essentially, I was playing with two cramps, and one in each of my legs. I was miserable. Um, I did score the winning goal. Um, fox in the box. That's what I am. But um, <laughs> it, it was a quick realization that, like, my life's kind of going downhill at this point. Like, I used to, like, be kind of proud of, like, being, like, in good shape, athletic, enough um, but mildly, at least, <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah, it's not there anymore, and yeah. I it was it was tough to come to terms with it. Yeah, well, my realization that like maybe I wasn't, you know, up to snuff, I yeah. guess, was when I, you know, I tried out for the football team the second time, <laughs> and the first time I tried out, I tried out at like two hundred thirty pounds. I was, I've never. Like you have to run a forty, right? Right. I was like I've never run a forty heavier than like hundred and ninety pounds. Yeah. Now I'm two hundred thirty. I and I wasn't practicing running forties. I don't know how it went. They never Six told. Seconds. They never yeah. told me. Probably. <laughs> it was probably like low fives. Yeah. yeah. For sure. And I was like the best best case scenario is like maybe a four nine. Yeah. And it probably wasn't. And so the second time I was like I'm gonna cut some weight and try out for a different position. So I weighed in at like 218 or 221 something like that so like 10 pounds lighter i was like cool it was great so we're warming up and yeah we're doing stretches we're like and <laughs> before like we even really started the tryout yeah i like pulled my hamstring mm. i was like mm. maybe it's just not meant to be this is a good start you today know. 
still had to run a 40. <laughs> I, still, I, ran a, I was running routes on it. Wow. And, like, it warmed back up, but the whole time, like, I was like, I'm not going to blame it on this. But it doesn't help. But it's not helping. Yeah. I was like, I didn't make, I did not make the team because I pulled my hamstring in the tryout. But you don't who knows recommend. what would have happened. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> you know, if you pull your hamstring, don't go try for a football right, team. Right. Like, that's just where I'm at. The one benefit I had to uh, having cramps in both my legs is I had no obligation to track back on defense. Oh, yeah. So I was just sitting up top the whole time. I mean, that's normally what I do anyways. <laughs> I don't play defense. But now I had an excuse, and that felt nice. I still, speaking of soccer, we'll, we'll get to my week in review. Week in review not brought to you by Rain Total Body Fuel, but I'm going to reach out to him. Maybe it will be soon. <laughs> um, we'll probably just do this regularly. We'll just review our week. But anyways, I remember when we tried out Sophomore year. Yeah, we tried out together with no soccer experience, uh-huh. no passion for soccer at the time. Right. Um, I'm still convinced you and I made the team because we weren't freshmen. Oh, 100%. And 100%. there was potential. Oh, well. Maybe a little, <laughs> right? Maybe. So, I got stuck on defense. Yeah, they put me up top. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't. it was not fun. I'll say I that. Still, but here's what it I was can nice tell to people. be there, but like I was not good. I I still tell people like, yeah, I made the JV soccer team. <laughs> I on the resume. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I went to the. I went to a team dinner. I mean, I was there. <laughs> right. I may have been out three and a half weeks later, but yeah. didn't. My I still feel bad a little bit because when I broke my finger freshman year, I still went to like every high school football game, right? Like a and B. Uh, when I diso- I had knee surgery. Didn't you tear your ACL? No, Wasn't it, was, it, oh, it, it was, was the patella tendon. Okay. Pretty bad. It's still just it's That like was just during a bad. scrimmage, though. Yeah. I, I skipped that day. Yeah, so... I was pretty good at you, skipping practice. So you were there when it happened the first time in baseball. baseball yeah. And that was, that was awful. And then it happened in soccer. It was it my was, family that drove you to the... Got to, you. I think to my mom. You drove <laughs> me to my we mom's car hospital, and then I went to the yeah, hospital, yeah. yeah. So what was interesting was that in that scrimmage, it was like, oh, it was 11 on 11, um, which was basically everybody. Like, yeah, that was the whole team. Yeah. yeah. And it was the day – it was that year that spring break was like five days but not one whole week. Yeah. And it was like the day before we came back from spring break, we're like, oh, we're going to have an 11 on 11 scrimmage. Everyone's like, okay. <laughs> And yeah, I got hurt. <laughs> like the, all I was doing was trying to because I put me on defense. I was trying to clear a ball at like midfield, mm-hmm. and my it was brand new turf still. And yeah, my knee did not move with the turf, and it popped right back in. But everyone's like, "Yeah, all I remember is you were rolling around like screaming," and like two minutes later, you're walking off the field. I was like, "Well, I mean, my knee was in place, so I right. could walk, but right. it doesn't change that it hurt like hell." <laughs> And that was the end of your career there. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. And then, so my point to that is I always felt bad because I told the coach, I was like, hey, <laughs> I have knee surgery. Like, I don't know if I need to be at practices and stuff or whatever, right? He's like, well, it'd be awesome if you could, like, make it to like, practices no, and games. I, I don't care. And my mom, my mom was always like, like, do you want to? She was like, someone's going to have to drive me there because <laughs> I'm on crutches, and I'm not making anybody, like, drive me to stand around at a practice or a game. And I was like... For a team I didn't really care about in the first place. To begin place. with. And I was like, yeah, I probably won't be there. Yeah. Sorry. That's all right. But, yeah. Um, that my, was the... that We both had 
pretty bad downturns in our athletic yeah. careers. We both stopped playing baseball the same year. Yep. Both stopped playing. Well, I think you played one more year of soccer, no. didn't you? No, that was, no, it. That was the that only was one. It for me. I thought yeah. you played the next year. No, I, I played more recreationally mm. than I ever did actually in a yeah. game or a league, like with our team. But uh, so did I you actually ever get in a game in high school. Yeah. Oh yeah, you did. Yep. You did. Yeah. yeah. Not great. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I want. I want to get in one time. The one game I went to, we played Scut and uh, lost eight nothing. Yeah, lost yeah. eight nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember. You know Seth Johnson. Yeah. I remember he almost like nailed like a forty yarder because the yeah. wind was so bad because we were playing soccer in Nebraska in the middle of March. It was a fun year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wouldn't know. I wasn't there. <laughs> but yeah. So my week. Uh, speaking of injuries and everything, uh, uh, the past like month has just been full of doctor's appointments mm-hmm. for me. Um, we're waiting to find out. I'm probably going to have no surgery here pretty soon because um, I can't breathe mm-hmm. normally like a human being. And so that's on the horizon. But my if last Friday, or a couple of days ago, I uh, had two appointments. I had one with an orthopedic surgeon uh, for my shoulder, which basically what he told me was, like he's going through all the motions and we did x-rays and everything and he basically said yeah i think you just have naturally loose ligaments and joints it's like oh well i was told that i'm like double jointed which really isn't like you don't actually have two joints like you know but it's just like a saying he goes yeah i think that's just what it is and i looked it up like 10 percent of people naturally have loose ligaments wow. i was like oh he goes yeah you just probably just got to make it stronger and it's like oh Thanks. Yeah, good luck. Yeah. Yeah, you're small. Just maybe work <laughs> out more. That's basically what the guy was trying to tell me. No, so I was like, oh, okay. And he's like, now go do physical therapy for like six weeks. And if nothing changes, then yeah, maybe something's wrong. And he's like, yeah, but it's probably just, yeah, you got loose ligaments. Mm. And it made me start thinking back to like, because they asked, was it something traumatic? Like what happened? And I started thinking, well, the first time my shoulder popped out was baseball. You might remember it. When... uh I had that double, yep. and the whole time I was running, holding my Both left shoulder, and I still ended up on second base, and then they're like, yeah, we've got to take him out of the game. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's probably smart. Watching him run the bases there was pretty sad. <laughs> yeah. The fact they couldn't get me out was pretty, I should have gone to, I should have gone three, sad. you know. Um, and so I started thinking back, and I was like, nothing really traumatic. My shoulders just kind of, if I hyperextend, they pop out. He goes, yeah, well. Probably just loose ligaments. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> all right. He goes, so here's this. Take this wherever you want to do physical therapy, and uh, we'll talk later. <laughs> nice. It's, it's like, sweet man. Thanks. Awesome. A lot of help. Um, the other one I had was uh, <laughs> Sylvia called it the the dream uh, app- doctor's appointment for any man. Oh boy, <laughs> was uh, fertility testing, and uh, I don't know what is I was expecting. Because I think you can guess, like, what you're supposed to do at a fertility test. Yeah. I don't think I got to spell that one out for yeah. you. But I show up, they draw some blood, and then they're like, okay, you got to wait in this other waiting room, and then they'll take you back to a room. I was like, okay, cool. And they basically just put you in this room, like, dimly lit room, with uh, a white sheet over a couch. <laughs> and they're like... All right, uh, that's the specimen cup. Fill out that survey when you're done. Bring it down to the end of the hall, and you're good to go. Good luck, yeah. And 
I was like, nice trend of doctors right now, just saying, oh, kind of just, yeah, just do whatever, do, do your this, business, and, and you're good to go. Get the hell out of here. We don't want to deal with this. Um, and what was funny is everyone kept telling me, they're like, yeah, they're, what they do is they block off 30 minutes for it. It's like 30 minutes. Jeez. Five, maybe. <laughs> like, they're wasting their time, <laughs> right? Not efficient. Yeah, right. Yeah, you could have. 30 minutes, you could have at least six people go through that door. <laughs> and so I'm in there, and I was like, okay, whatever. And I'm just, like, looking around. I'm surveying the room, reading the rules on the wall, like, wash your hands before and after. And they have a TV in there. And basically, all it is <laughs> is a Roku with Pornhub on it. That's all it is. <laughs> I was like... All right, well, I'm just gonna finish. I'm gonna I'm gonna get out of here. You do the little survey, and leave. And when I left, I was just what like, "What was the survey like? Yeah, did, did you have a good time? Was this good service? Like, what what was that survey for?" Uh, six out of ten. I'd maybe do it again. Um, well, it's funny. So on the wall, on the wall, it said like, uh, "Spouses or partners may assist," and then the one right below it was. Okay, but you know they can't contaminate yeah. the specimen, which basically means the only thing they could use is their hand, right? Yeah. Which is all you should use too. But <laughs> and I was I was telling people that after it was like apparently like people could help, but then like not in any of any other way than like you doing it yourself. But going through the survey is like, all right, how did you collect the specimen? I was like, there's only one yeah, way. Uh, you. This is yeah, this is redundant. You know how I did this. (laughs) It's like, come on. And they gave the op the two options that said like you couldn't do with your partner as options of how you collected the specimen. I was like, this is what Is this a trap? That's it's almost like I think it's a trick question. If you put it, they're like, ah (laughs) Nope. Call them back. Gotta gotta wait five more days. Because that was the thing is like you had to you had to be absent for three at least three days, but no more than five. So if it was only mm. two, you couldn't don't like couldn't give a specimen. But if it was like more than six or seven, then you also could. I was like, that's that's bizarre. It's like okay, well, so well, I, it was. I kind of left and I was like, I don't even know. I don't know how to feel about this. Yeah, yeah. Well, came out a better man. So we wait a week now and for them to tell me, no, you could do better. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's all my doctors tell me. He's like, ah, well. Well. Because my physical, too, kind of went the same way. He's like, ah, eat like a low-fat diet and maybe lose some weight. Like, in the nicest way possible (laughs) is basically what I was told. And I was like, thanks. (laughs) So that's been – and then, like, with the nose doctor, yeah, you just can't breathe well. That's how it is. So every doctor just told Not me. Not that you I didn't already know that. Yeah, but, uh, right. So, yeah, he's basically like, all my doctors have found a, a unique way to roast me pretty well, much. So that's where we're at. Nice work, man. Yeah. that's Sounds like a good week. <laughs> if you want to if, if set up just, that's, that's the doctor you want to go to. <laughs> Don't. Well, <laughs> maybe. Um, all right. That's, uh, I'm going to open this now. There we go. What do we uh, got this week? This week is Mangomatic. Um, I haven't had this one. And uh, 
It's not bad. Um, I was going to bring in the one that I always drink, Lemonheads. Um, so that's my favorite one. But I've been doing this thing where I try to try all of them and have an informed opinion at least. Because I used to just buy the lemon one. And your informed impi- opinion is not bad. It's it's pretty good. That's, I mean, I took one great. sip. So. Yeah. Um, they have a couple new ones. I tried that jalapeno strawberry one. Someone might like it. Not for me. Um, and they have a couple other ones, new ones. So I, the one I'm scared about, and I'll bring it in one of the weeks, is uh, cotton candy. Mm. Scared of that? Not a cotton candy guy. Oh, okay. Like, that's, flavored, that's, like yeah. flavored things. It's kind of like bubblegum flavored things. Like, could be good. Chew bubblegum, but the the artificial taste of bubblegum is. That's me with grape. Really, I, I only grape. I think I prefer artificial grape. Flavors. I know, I know, I I know you like from growing up with you. You like grape <laughs> stuff, not not I. Uh, all right, sports. All right, sports happen. So last week we talked about the MLB trying to make reality TV show basically out of their playoffs. And so the NFL's like, nah, guess what? We want to do basically the same thing, but we don't need to put it on TV because our ratings aren't hurting. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So the proposed deal is actually very similar to what the MLB said, except, of course, you wouldn't be playing a series of football games. It'd still be the one-off deal. But you'd add a seventh team on both sides, and the one seed the one seed would get home field and the bye, and then the other six teams would play. Then it would turn into four teams to Super Bowl, right? And I see a lot of upside in this versus the MLB's version. And the reason I see the the biggest upside I see, and I didn't get the time to look through the past like probably ten years at least, but there are some teams that pop off the top of your head. You've got the seven, eight, and one Carolina Panthers that won the NFC South. Mm-hmm. You've got the, the yeah. seven and nine Seahawks that won the NFC West, um, and then even going as far as uh, the when the year the Patriots didn't win the AFC East, uh, they went eleven and five. So what I see this as a bonus is. If you've got a year where one conference has like three 10 or 11 win teams, that there might be a conference that has a nine and seven or 10 and six that's on the outside looking in, and they would now get in uh, based on that setup. Yeah, I, I don't really see, I don't see a negative as much because I feel like in baseball, teams are more 500. There are more 500 ball clubs. Whereas in football, because so you play 162 games, yeah, right? You, you think it can include a good team? I think it. I think overall, it would include a good team. Now you're going to talk for a second, well, and I'm going to look. I'm going to look up last year's standings really quick. Well, it would include the Rams um, and the Mason Rudolph-led Steelers, and I'm a Rams fan, but I would uh, be a fool if I thought they could actually contend for the Super Bowl last year. Um, and I think we all know the Mason Rudolph Steelers were less than in- inspiring. I mean, I, I don't think the Duck Hodges led Steelers. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, like I, I hear you. Where like some years, yes, it will be good, and we'll get that extra team in there that deserved it over a eight and eight team that won their division. Um, but I, I just think most years, kind of with baseball, we're just adding more 
mediocrity into the field where it's now don't get me wrong more wild card games and wild card weekends are going to be fun um there's more to play for in week 17 um which which adds some excitement to the season some excitement to maybe the fantasy season as well but i i just i don't know man i i think it's going to be a lot more just kind of iffy teams that we can't really think can make a run like do you you think the rams or the mason rudolph led steelers can contend with the chiefs or the niners of this year so here's here's the difference i find in football versus uh baseball and i think you if you follow along i think you might agree with this the difference is for example you look at a team like that seven and nine Seahawks that beat a really good Saints team. Now the unfortunate part was that the Saints should have been hosting, mm-hmm. uh, but because they didn't win their division, they were actually on the road at a seven and nine team. So that's where like an issue kind of arises. But it just shows you that in any circumstance, all it takes is one game. Yeah, right. And I think whereas in baseball, it feels like you could lose game one, and then it's like. Yeah, it matters if you don't have home field, but you can kind of make that up. Maybe that wasn't. Maybe you weren't able to throw your ace pitcher in game one, but you can throw him in game two. Yeah, and I think the difference in, in talent is a lot. Uh, I think there's a lot less difference of talent in the NFL between teams than there is in MLB. I think there's a wider range of mm-hmm. really good teams and really poor teams. Yeah. Um, and so that's 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 nice for the NFL because yeah, it, it will still have some some fun games, and you can have those um, Saint Seahawks games with Marshawn Lynch going beast mode and um, coming up big. But I I just you watch Mason Rudolph this year, and you see him you know just throw dink and dunk passes and still struggle with that. You you know he doesn't really have a full concept of the offense and still doesn't isn't up to the speed of the NFL and the Rams were lacking in a lot of areas. The offense was underwhelming. The defense was coming up short plenty of times. Um, and so I, although the difference in talent isn't that much as it is in baseball, I still don't think we're going to see uh, much of a difference or something that's so enticing that this is great. Now, with that being said, I, I think this was ine- inevitable. And so I'm not going to sit here and complain because I think we all knew it was going to come at some point. Yeah, I'm looking at this is 2018. Uh, the Steelers went nine six and one between the Ravens, who went ten and six. So there, I mean, there was the nine and seven Titans. So the Steelers probably get in in 18. Um, and then on the NFC side, um, but that was a Steelers team with like Big Ben, Antonio Brown was still yeah. there, but Le'Veon Bell was sitting out. Mm-hmm. Um, defense wasn't as good. So where the argument then? Where you're coming from, the argument for you is you look at 18 for the NFC, and for the NFC North, it was it would have been an eight seven and one Vikings team. Uh, the next closest would have been a seven and nine Redskins team, or oh seven and nine Falcons, seven and nine Panthers, yeah. four and twelve Niners. Like nothing you really want to watch right, more games of. Right. So I think uh, more often than not, I think there's a seventh team in football that could probably get out of the first weekend. Yeah, and there was a streak for years where the wild card team, the lower seed, um, would actually make a run in the playoffs. And so it's not like that's impossible. Maybe those were just anomalies, but it it was done for years in a row. Um, And so there's still that chance because that level of that difference of talent is a lot 
smaller in the NFL, but I, I just think it's a lot of non-compelling teams. Mm-hmm. And the, and that's the thing too that I feel like with football, you know, you got a fifty-three man roster, but really it's like four or five guys kind of determine like whether the team is competitive or not. You have to have a good quarterback, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe we talked last week about they're talking about. Um, not including even quarterback salaries yeah, with the salary cap. There, yeah. um, you know, you've got to have a good quarterback. You've got to have somewhat of an offensive line and a sustainable defense. Yeah, good pass rusher. Yeah. That kind of thing. And it's kind of to the point where, you know, every year it changes, you know, depending on who's going to pay you what money. And it feels like in baseball, like guys are – not necessarily locked in the longer contracts, but like the reason they're getting four hundred million dollars is because they're supposed to be there for eleven years. Where yeah. in like football, it's like, hey, you're getting a little less money, but you're only here for two years. If you don't want to be here after two, like you can walk. Right. So I feel like the because of how big the rosters are, they change a little a little more. Whereas the playoff rosters for baseball are what 25, 26? Is it a it's twenty twenty six twenty six yeah. man roster? So it will be. Yeah. So that's the argument can go either way. Um, where it could be bad is some years you might have an eight and eight team, um, but also a nine and seven Giants team beat an undefeated Patriots exactly. in the yeah. Super Bowl. So and then then you'll have those great stories, this these Cinderella yeah. teams, these Eli Mannings, David Tyree type plays. And then do you feel bad for the teams that go twelve and four that get boat raced by a seven and nine team? Like, well, they're not closer. <laughs> you kidding me? No, nah, it's their fault. You got to be a closer. <laughs> You but peaked too early. I mean, that, but that you're happens. right. I, like this, I, I, everyone is coming out with like new. Now, I don't think the NHL or the NBA. I know they've both talked NBA about might might change it. Yeah, but they. I mean, all four major sports. Yeah, have talked about like changes in playoffs um, recently, actually, and some of them are still ongoing. Like I said, with the NBA, but it just makes you then beg the question that you know. The other one that people keep calling to get changed is the college football playoff. So then does that change? And then yeah, like, what point are we okay with what we have? I, yeah. I mean, like, I, th- I with really liked I really liked the NFL playoffs, uh, how it was. There's some pros to this one, so I'm not I'm not complaining. But I thought they had the best one. Outside of college basketball, March Madness tournament, mm-hmm. that one is probably my favorite just because all the chaos that can happen. Mm-hmm. You get these teams that you've never heard of that are – they have a guy like R.J. Hunter who's like not necessarily an NBA star, but can light it up in March and then just kind of be this guy you rally around. Um, I, I So I love March Madness, but that's not conceivable in any other sport. And so when you talk professional sports, I thought NFL had it. I'm gonna, I am gonna. don't know if we talked about this. I'm going to throw this out really quick, though. Speaking of March Madness, we're, we decided we're going to go off the rails at some point, so might as well do now. Um, my thought for March Madness, if we want to really hammer home the – the word madness um, <laughs> is that you get the teams that qualify, right? right? Sixty, right. what is it now? Sixty-eight teams. Yeah. Like do the do the play-in games for whoever. Yeah. So you're at sixty-four. Like, right. So you're down to sixty-four. Throw all of those names into like one of those bingo machines that you like roll around. Ping pong balls come yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. And you draw two ping pong balls out, and that's who you play. Wow. I say ditch the seating. Just. Go for it. Regular season doesn't matter that much. You just need to qualify, and then uh, yeah. good luck. Yeah, and and I only say that now. I would love it because I don't care enough, 
and I love chaos. Yeah, where that would just entice that, me to watch. But that would make of, so many the people. The round mad. of sixty four is UNC and Duke, or like right. Duke and Kentucky, like right. the first game. But the re the and only then you reason, got like Lehigh a thirteen seed playing Lehigh a fifteen seed in Prairie View A and M. <laughs> Are playing in the first round. Um, the the only reason I've ever advocated for it is one. I think you'd get down to the four teams, and it'd probably still be like four bigger name teams at yeah. the end of the day. You'd have I to think. have some great luck yeah. to keep drawing. Yeah, drawing some bad teams. But the other part is then I was like, okay, maybe you do it where you know some of the seeds are intact, but you know maybe it's like the one through the four seeds are there. And then they get like a randomized team, and that builds the bracket. Yeah. But the thing that I've always been so tired of, and this is why I feel like professional sports have it correct, is that I, I just don't like a whole. Oh, it's it's madness. It's a chaos tournament. But, but last year there was but, no upsets. But Duke is going to play uh, in Salem, and it's like, yeah. He, so you've, you're going to drive an hour and a half where it's a home game, like mm-hmm. you're playing at home. And what they've been talking about too with like San Diego State. Is that if they got a one seed that they could end up like not even playing on the West Coast and like have to travel yeah, like way across. Insane. And so some people are like, maybe it's good that they lost, they finally lost, because if they get down to a two seed, maybe they can stay in the West. Right. And so it's just like, you know, if we're gonna if we're gonna have chaos and people complain about like Certain things anyways. It might as well just be utter so, chaos. Yeah, so your complaint is some travel and stuff like that. Uh, and there's more to it. But yeah. So your, your your remedy to this is more chaos. We embrace it totally. You don't know where you're playing in two days. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I'm in. And that's why I think like... And the NFL should adopt it. Yeah. <laughs> right. And you is are it, playing at Ford right? Field. Okay. <laughs> Neither of us play in Detroit. Well, yeah. I don't make the rules. Well, this weekend you do. <laughs> Well, your fans better figure out how to get from Jacksonville to Detroit. That's, It'll be the uh, only playoff game Lions fans ever have. <laughs> yeah, I and that's the thing too with like the college football playoff. I think when that if that changes, they go to eight, and then their first round games are at home sites. But like that, I don't know. It's I think we're we're at a point where everything's good for a few years, and you know, obviously some of them have been in place a lot longer. Mm-hmm. But everything's good for a while, and then it's like, yeah, but now. It's not so much like my team's not doing well. It's just that, like, I feel like there's a solution that could improve this. Mm-hmm. And I think the NFL, most years this would, and some years it might get ugly. I, I do like about this this change for the NFL, more incentive for the one seed, because there's only one team that gets mm-hmm. a yeah, buy. And we talked about it in MLB. Maybe you don't want that rest as much because – more about routine in the NFL. You probably certainly want that rest, oh, more time yeah. to game plan, more time to heal up. Um, and it's no, and it's no extra off time than it normally was. It's not like, but now everyone else is going to have less off time because there's only one right. number one seed, so and that's why that there's so much to play for. Them. Right, right. It's not like they're adding two teams where it's like, okay, these four play while these four don't, and then these four play while this top two still sit out, and then you know, it's not like they're getting two or three weeks off. It's still the one week. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I'll be interested it's to better, see where they go it's with it. It's better than MLBs, even though they're very similar in structure. Mm-hmm. I think NFL, it makes a lot more sense. Well, and it's not like they're saying, so let's put it in perspective of this year, like the Chiefs. 
it's not like saying, okay, uh, the Chiefs get a bye week, but they also get to decide who they play. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. And it's not like uh, NFL is a problem of just having an overload in too many games. I think people are pretty comfortable with where they're at in games. And so MLB, you, you add more games to already 162, 180-game season at the mm-hmm. playoffs and stuff. It's, it's a little much at that point. And speaking of adding a game, that's a good segue. I don't even know how you did manage to do that, Stephen. Uh, new CBA deal. Uh, the CBA for the NFL is up this year, and they are in talks with the owners. The NFLPA and the owners are trying to figure out um, what what some of the major topics are, um, some of the things that have crossed the, the, uh, the ticker. Um, basically eliminating testing for THC. Uh, they're putting everything in and it's like, well, the nanograms can be higher and like less people will get randomly tested, but also like the time span's different. It's like, so... They don't want to outwardly say they're allowing it, but they're moving in that direction. Because the thing is, is like, it's it's one thing if you're in a Josh Gordon or... Or it's one thing if you're Greg Robinson and you're moving 157 pounds. Oh my God. That guy was moving weight for sure. I'm trying to think who's the... uh, Quan... Quan... Dre or something. I don't Quandre know. Diggs? No, not Quandre Diggs. No, it was a guy that was with Greg Robinson. Oh, yeah. He was I also no a football player. Well, then they also Quan had an Uber something. driver that they wanted to. T- Did you yeah, hear He has a rent a car. And they wanted him to take the fall, texted him that. It's proof. And then the guy's like, shows it to the police. Like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> he wants me to take the fall, and he said he's going to pay me. But so he's out. And yeah. Greg Robinson and whoever else it was. Yeah, I can't think of his name. Quan Roby or I don't know. Oh. I'm not, I'm not going to keep trying to make up his name. But anyways. 57 pounds. That's a Steven right there. That, that's Yeah. That weighs, <laughs> to put it in perspective, Steven's almost 5'10". Yeah. And weighs less than the amount of pot that right. they were moving across. The border on top of that. Now, that speaks to... My deficiencies and where I, you know, my problems, but also like Stephen could eat 157 <laughs> pounds of pot, but this is this is a lot. That's yeah. too much. Yeah, I don't. How how are you? You know, this guy's like a seven year veteran in the NFL. Gotta get the like money. That. Get, he's got to have a decent contract. Get the by check. Now. Oh, he was the number two pick in the draft at one point. Of course, he has some money already what, and has right. some good contracts. But unless hey, unless you know he's what? blown all his money and now he's get your bag, man. One hundred and fifty six. Who? who yeah. Who do you like sell that to? Right. He's a wholesaler at that high, point. He's the Costco high schoolers. Yeah. Overpriced. It was someone. Someone uh, was saying like, "How long would that take?" And the and the guy was like, "Well, let's see, I." About this much every two, he's like, it, years, like an amount of, <laughs> and I looked at that. So I did, it was like, if you used, uh, like, for example, say one ounce a week is four ounces a month, right? <clears throat> so it'd take four months to get through one pound. So in a year, that's three pounds. So 157, it would take you like 52 years, wow. 52 and a half years. Except for life. Yeah. Well, it'd probably go bad by then, I would assume. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just a plan. Oh, it doesn't age like fine wine? Is that what you're telling me? Uh, It doesn't smell like fine wine, whether (laughs) it's aged or not. I'll tell you that. Anyways, so the NFL owners, that's one of them. They, you know, they're looking at, I guess, now you you get life insurance. Maybe you didn't before. Uh, They're including vision insurance in the health care coverage. So that's why Jameis Winston now got LASIK, I think. 
Well, someone someone was like, yeah, he refused to wear contacts. Like, I thought one time they stopped a game because he was looking for a contact. He was like, yeah, yeah it was probably just a way for them to stop the game. <laughs> they said he couldn't read the scoreboard. Yeah, but uh, Bruce but he Arians. he see everything in yeah, front of him. Bruce Arians is done with Jameis Winston oh, yeah. at this point. He said the guy could see the score or can't see the scoreboard, but he could see everything in front of him. Uh, so he's fine. Yeah, I, that's just Bruce Arians saying, "I'm tired of this guy. Get him out of here. I don't care about eye surgery or whatever. He's bad." Uh, well, he did still lead the league in what touch? I think it was touchdown passes and yards. Yeah. But let him in three categories. <laughs> yeah, and interceptions. Uh, so that's one of them. It, like overall, you look at it, and everyone's saying this is a better deal than last time. And the owners are like, let's sign it, let's sign it. They're already, they're already done they're, with it. They're like, let's just get this They've thing moving. It. Yeah. yeah. And the NFLPA is like hard-pressed to accept it. Um, and it doesn't expire until like July. So there's really not like a rush. And the NFLPA knows that. Like they're not going to rush the players. J.J. Watt has already spoken out about some he of the things it. on it. The biggest one of why players don't agree with it, and I think you hit on it about – Fans are happy with how many games there already are. They want to sub out the fourth preseason game for a 17th regular season game. Mm-hmm. Now, they've also talked about if they added a 17th game, they'd probably add in a second bye week. So then that extends the season. So then does the season start earlier? And then we're ending the season in July at some point. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're getting there. Right. And so um, the, the what goes with the 17th regular season game, it's a max of $250,000 game check. Which, like, in your head, you're like, oh, $250,000. Like, that's a lot of money for one game. And that's on contracts that are already signed um, f- through number 17. So I th- I think I, – I don't know how that works. If, like, you sign a contract, like, late or if you're a late addition, I don't know if, like, maybe you get paid more. But the, the number that – I think this is from Darren Ravel. 47% of league starters make more than that per game already. So that's almost half the league is already making more than that. Yeah, so and the other is, half of the league is probably making pretty close. So there, a lot of these guys are taking a pay cut to, to play go out. <laughs> to play an extra game. Yeah. That if you're already in the playoffs, you Doesn't probably aren't playing the game anyway. Necessarily matter. Maybe right. you want the one seed, but that if you don't if you don't have a shot at the one seed, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And so if they change the playoffs, right. And so like they said, the owners are pretty solid on this stance. The players basically want nothing to do with it. Um it's better than the last one, maybe not overall. Uh, so what the talk is right now is that they, they could potentially lock out in 2020. And there's never really been, in r- recent memory, there's never really been a true like NFL lockout. There was one where they almost canceled the whole season. Right. Yeah. Um, and that was what? Two, that was probably the last time they did a deal, right? Probably about 10, 15 years ago, Yeah, I think. Yeah, it was. And so, yeah, 2010, right around that time. Um, and they were comparing this to like, this could be – with with that as the one like real negative, this could be one of like the worst deals since like the 05, the 0405 NHL lockout, mm. where the players basically just said yes on a whim, and it was just so they could make. I mean, the guys aren't you're not getting paid when you're locked right. out, so it's like better than nothing. But it's crazy to see guys that are like getting seven year contracts in the NHL, and they're only making like. $26 million off of that long of a contract. And that's like putting your body out there a lot more oh, yeah. than some other sports. Um, and so it's it's just interesting because 
like the NHL locks out like every time they have a CBA <laughs> deal um, or like half the season's cut. The NBA did it uh, a few years back mm-hmm. uh, of recent memory. But the NHL or the NFL is the one that's like kind of everyone's like they're pretty okay about how much money they make. They're pretty okay about most of the rules. They can. Why do we got to change? They can kind of give up the pot. Like, yeah. you know, if we get caught, whatever. The thing is, though, like with, with this, there's been so much backlash and things about player safety, CTE coming through. The Aaron Hernandez Netflix documentary yeah. just came out and highlighted mm-hmm. how damaged his brain was from CTE. Mm-hmm. Um, and that wasn't the only message from it, but that was a part of it. And right, yeah. this is a recurring theme in the NFL. And so to take away, yes, it's the same amount of games because you're taking away the preseason game and you're just adding it to the end of the season. But it's a meaningful game. People are going to be playing at full speed. Starters are going to be playing. Uh, I It's going to be obviously like full speed, full contact. You, you have that in the preseason, but not high of a stakes. And I just, I, I'm surprised there's not, uh, they didn't, Think about that as much because I think there's there's going to be backlash. Obviously, they want to take the revenue up, and I think they want to like reach like twenty five billion, something like that. Where they're probably going to. Well, they're what, and one of the things is like they're adding. Their goal is to add like a billion dollars total yeah. into the pockets of players. It's like well, a billion dollars of the players is like twenty billion dollars of the owners. Exactly, and so I I, I understand it because they want to get good better ratings, and that makes sense for them, but. People want more. The thing is that you keep hearing, like, and some people were tweeting this, they're like, well, people always say they want more football, like, they want more football. And, like, I think there's a handful of. No one wants more week 17 football, though. That's not what they want. There's, I think there's a handful of diehard fans, like, like diehard, diehard NFL Mm -hmm. fans that are like, I watch every week. I, like, I watch my team, like, religiously. And, like, I pay attention to Washington religiously, but I don't, like, I've, who are they playing? Where are they playing? I'm like, if they they're gonna lose, doesn't matter. But um, <laughs> and uh, but then you've got the majority of like casual fans, which I'd say you and I are probably closer to casual fans. Than the NFL, um, we have hardcore. a team. I don't yeah. watch every down of the Rams. Right, I can't. We have a team. Of the blackout. <laughs> we root for a team, but yeah. we're also not like you know we're not painting our faces and going to Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, right, but. The majority of people would probably fall into the casual fan category, and it's not. They're kind of just like, if we get another game, cool. But if we don't, like, there's already 16 games. Mm-hmm. Plus, there's college football. Plus, there's 43 bowl games. Like, there's enough football in between. If the XFL stays like successful, there's also like at least that to keep you entertained. Mm-hmm. And so, th- I mean, and then right at that, you have the draft that entices fans. You right. got the combine. Like, you have so much going on. Or I just don't see this being the only lull is May to July. Yeah, but then you've got during that time the NHL playoffs, the NBA playoffs, MLBs in the dog days of summer. But you know, and in the summer people are like on vacation. People don't really care what's happening in the sports world for the most part. You know, maybe some golf's happening. Mm-hmm. Like you know, the casual sports are kind of happening at that time. And I don't think anyone. I don't think anyone's like. I want football in July. Like no first no one wants to play football in July anywhere. And like I, I think we're getting to the point where people like the people making the decisions think fans want something that they don't want. Yeah, I th- yeah. Or, I, I'm or, with or, you. Or and they see an opportunity about. to make more money and they think fans maybe want this and I just don't think uh, I don't think they do. And I don't obviously the players don't too. So. And one other downside for the organizations too that they has been a 
big thing um, whenever they've talked about adding a 17th game is by if you take away a preseason game, you are taking away one more week for the organization to decide who stays on the active roster. Yeah, and a lot of players that are valuable to the team, or the special teams guys, those backup guys, players that really like fill out the end of the roster that you don't hear their names as much, but they still play important roles, and we're hurting those chances of them right. being impactful, making the team. Um, because the last the last preseason game, you're going from like 75 to 53. I think it's like 20 guys get cut the last week. I, I couldn't tell you the exact numbers. I think numbers, you go, but it's like 100 it used to like to be 90 you, yeah. to like 80 to like 75 and then to 50. Like I think the last one's just like a mass exodus. It's and it just, used to be less than that. It used to be yeah. like you cut it down to like 60 and then 53 or whatever it is. Yeah, uh, but it's something it's, like that. Yeah. But it's also because what happens is those last 20 guys, like 10 of them might become practice squad guys. Right. And then, you know. So, I mean. And it hurts hard knocks. Well, yeah. Which. We need an extra week of we need Bob enough. Wiley. Yeah, I, I mean, I understand <laughs> it's not where you want your information necessarily. It's not hard-hitting news, but uh, it's entertaining. It's entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I think, to wrap this up, I think the only way this is successful is if you are allowed to increase the roster size because mm-hmm. you are now unable to scout as much of your own team, which sounds weird, but like you don't really know until you at least get kind of full speed. Because that last week's like a seventy-five percent week. Yeah, and those guys need more reps. They need as much reps as they can get. We're talking about sixth, seventh round guys or guys that have been in the league for a year or two that like could could play, but you know, based on some circumstance, maybe they're not. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if if this happens, you've got to increase the roster size, which in turn means you've probably got to increase the salary cap because now you've got to pay those guys at least the minimum. And then on top of that, like we said, I think they get to a point where the quarterback's money isn't even involved in the salary cap. And so there's a lot of things, you know, you've got to add in a second bye week. Does that hurt revenue? Does that boost revenue? Um, the other thing, too, is I think the um, the owners are trying to kind of keep, like, the TV deal under wraps because they don't want, like, players to know how much mo- extra money is going to be coming in pretty soon. So there's, like... There's a lot of things that are still going into this. And, like, yeah, overall, this is a great CBA for the players. But that that one specific line that one hiccup could, is a could dismantle the entire yeah, thing. I would not be surprised if we got a lockout. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't I, – they've always found a way to, to not be locked out. Um, for the NFL, like the other ones I said, a lot of other organizations are just like, eh. We want to get paid, but like, okay. Uh, I guess the closest thing to an NFL lockout recently was the replacement refs, which, huh. yeah, yeah, we all remember how that went. Wow. But yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised if if the owners aren't willing to be flexible. If I put money on it right now, I w- I would say there's not going to be a lockout. But if there was, I would not be sure. If if we get to the NFL draft and like the owners are still like, no, this is the deal. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's still a developing thing, and so there, there's time. But the NFLPA hasn't really fired back on like what yeah. the changes. I mean, the simple change would it be what, we're not playing game 17, or if we are, there's here are six things that have to change. Mm-hmm. So that's where I mean, I I don't think there will be a lockout as of today, but come draft time, 
maybe even May, June. Like if we're getting really close to the wire and the owner's just like, I don't, I don't think we're going to budge, then I'd start getting, you know, a little worried about it. So moving on, uh, baseball, we talked a little bit about it, you know, in comparison as far as like the playoff changes go, but, and the scandal and everything. And I, I put on our Google doc that, uh, MLB players need to chill basically. And where I'm coming from with that is it's the, the unwritten rule of baseball is like, if, if you do something negative to the opposing team, you're probably going to get thrown at, right? Like your next at bat, you're probably getting thrown at. Yeah. Or maybe next series you're getting thrown at. And what it's turned into for the Astros is essentially players threatening the Astros. And they're going to lead the league in hit by pitches. I mean, it, okay. it's, it's going to so be the, a record set. Over under, well, you led the league in hit by pitches oh, probably six lead. years in a row. Yeah. Um, you should put that on your resume. Yeah. <laughs> Um, there was that year I was hit every single game. I tell, I still tell people that. I was like, yeah, Steven, I don't know why. He didn't have the biggest bat, maybe not have been the fastest guy, but his on-base percentage was nearly 1,000 the because yeah. <laughs> they would hit him. And I was like, you're hitting the wrong guy. <laughs> like, but, It's like, easy to miss me. Right. I don't know. Like, that you, could more throw, skill. you could throw high. You could throw outside. Like, you could just, like, there, there's plenty of ways that you shouldn't have been hit. And they're like, I don't know, man. I found, I can see his little elbow. I'm going to go <laughs> for it. <laughs> um but the thing is, so I think the over-under is set at like 86 and a half. And everyone's like, oh, hammer the over. But everyone's like, Manfred's going to probably say something. Manfred's going to come down on it. it like, uh, there might be some at the beginning, but I think Manfred's going to come down hard. Yeah. Well, because Which is horrible. He screwed this up okay. so much. Yes. And I'm by no means disagreeing with that. At the same time, I think I why I say the players need to chill a bit, I think they do need to, like, dial it back a little bit. Like, throwing a players, like I said, is an unwritten kind of thing. It's an untalked about thing. You do it, you get over it, you move on. Um, now, what I think needs to happen if they do allow them to throw at them is the uh, miking up the umpires. <laughs> the class... Hey, hey, if we don't call that our asses in the jackpot, okay? <laughs> <laughs> that is... I think I think they should just at the end of the season release a compilation. You know, the MLB is about having no fun. So, but yeah. I think someone should release a compilation at the end of the year of umpires that were mic'd up during the year. But I I'm going I go back and forth. They they usually have like an hour meeting with teams or a half hour meeting with teams, and they had a four hour meeting with the Astros. I mean, players are getting death threats. Players are getting like threatened by other players. Well, you wonder why. It's because they weren't punished. And Manfred gave them immunity if they worked with the right. investigation. Mm-hmm. And I get that because you want the information. Players are going to be a big part of that information. But like, not having them being punished is going to piss everyone off. And then when you refer to the World Series uh, trophy as a piece of metal, that's going to rub oh, everyone yeah. the wrong it's way, all, too. That's all it is. <laughs> I mean, it's it's, it's is, a piece of metal. I think he's botched this. I agree maybe it's getting overblown by mm-hmm. some players. No, it's, it was botched for sure. But I'm not disagreeing whew. with that. The, the, other, the other part of this, too, is, you know, yes, it was a lack of punishment. Some of these guys weren't on that 17 team. So it's like you can't really punish the whole team. But, like, if you 
if you only punish a couple players, then like, is that really like, but if you only punish the organization, like financially, like, do you take away draft picks? Do you take away more money? Do you take away salary cap space? Cause they're not really a salary cap in baseball. There is, but it's like, you it, can go not. Yeah. yeah. You could just keep paying people. What, like I said, has it been overblown? Probably. Do, are, are they going to hit over 86 and a half hit by pitches? Maybe. But what baffles me is the people that are throwing stones at glass houses because you've got a bunch of players on the Yankees that are like, oh, my God, you've got to, like, we've got to do something about this. It's like you guys can't sit there and pretend like you weren't doing the same well, damn especially thing. with the Red Sox being under the investigation right now. And, and the guys that have come out about it um, – a lot of them are on different teams and didn't say anything at the time. But there's more and more reports coming out saying people have reported this and the MLB did nothing about it, Yeah, which looks terrible. But I, I hear you where um, there's probably more teams that were doing it oh, yeah. than what we know about right now. Um, and, and so it does look what did I, looks pretty poor. What did we all say when they first announced that like instant replay was going to be in the MLB? Technology will ruin the game of baseball. And that's basically what this is. I mean, someone came out, I think it might have been the part of when they were talking about that. Someone wrote a story. They were talking to the Astros. It's come to a point where, like, this is the one sport that didn't need, didn't really need technology. And it's like now, you know, you had Apple Watches that were ruining, like, the game. Now it's, like, replay boards. Um, You've they, got they banned dugout cameras on the national television broadcast right. because of people like finding a way to abuse that. Right. And uh let's see. Well, the, <laughs> the other day on uh MLB Network, um Joe Girardi basically said that he he basically said they he, did the same thing. We're like, "Oh, well, the the system we had uh Yeah, and there was so much It would come from the guys up top and then we get a call in the dugout and then we would tell the uh the guy on second base and he was just like There was like so much things was like, "Did he just admit to that?" And some people were like, "No, he didn't." But like No, he just he was like it's hypothetical. like mm, he's he was yeah. about to say that. And then we told the batters <laughs> yeah. what we saw. So it's one of those that like did the Astros get caught? Yes. Are they not really apologize are they apologizing for getting caught and not cheating? Yes. But are other teams also like coming out being angry about it while also being Maybe, on a team yeah. that is, is probably done this probably, same thing? Probably. Yes. Uh, are but, teams like the Royals doing it? Look at the record. I probably not. not. I mean it's the like same if the as, Orioles are doing it. <laughs> they should get a new system. Or, yeah, maybe just start over somewhere else. <laughs> like, if, Cancel the program. It's, it's, it's the same not thing. good. It's the same thing as when people are like, oh, um, Nebraska might be linked to paying basketball players. I hope uh, we're they're paying not basketball because... players. We're paying the wrong guys. <laughs> or we need to find someone who knows yeah. how to cheat. Like, if we, we aren't even cheating well. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, but uh, should we, like, looking at this, yes, it deserves to be a big story. As I said yeah, last week, this isn't going away. This isn't the last time we're going to talk about it. I hate talking about it, about but, it, we're but going, it's, you have you to. have to because it's a big story right now. But uh, should we all be surprised this happened? No. Mm-mm. Technology in baseball is extremely new. Uh, just a few years ago it was being introduced. The Cubs didn't even have a real scoreboard until 2015? <laughs> yeah, something like that. 2014? So this technology is really becoming... 
pushed into the game and at a quick pace and technology as we know in society it's it's becoming better and better at a rapid pace of course teams were going to abuse it early on and see what they can get away with that's just natural with anything it wasn't in the rule book really i mean that's such a bad argument but it's also hard to like visualize what they are going to use and try to get away with mm-hmm. because it's so new. So this shouldn't be surprising that this happened. Now, should they be punished? Certainly. But uh, but should it, other teams also probably like... Should we be blown away <laughs> that this was happening and multiple teams are doing it? Not at all. No. And like I, I think I said it last week, the incredible argument from like old players is like, oh, well, we would have never done... It's like, guess what? Cameras were like... These kind of cameras they have now were you would have never even thought were possible in 1974 like you know and it's just like we could tell you about a flip phone and you'd be you'd be blown away phone what (laughs) is this what do you mean i can i can take pictures of myself yeah on a phone crazy send them to everybody yeah it's just like there have been scandals and cheating in baseball i mean dating back to the Black Sox. I mean, dating all like it's always happened. Teams have always seen what they can get away from, like, away with, um, and what they can like keep themselves out of the media for. Um, well, it just sucks that this is the story, though. Yeah, it, that's the story of baseball because I think we're at a point in baseball where this is the best product we've had. The players are the most athletic. They're the best. You see the velocities rising up. Mm-hmm. Everyone is becoming so immensely talented at baseball that this should be the time we're talking about how great of an era it is but it's it's tainted Uh, once again and it it stinks because it's not going anywhere it's happening we should have seen it coming but uh this is the world we live in now my favorite my it's completely it's different but my favorite thing is that a lot of the people that are complaining on twitter and um on like message boards and stuff for like oh well, they they've been cheating. Like we gotta we gotta like crack down on them. And it's like, who do you root for? And they like <laughs> name who the team's like. Oh, so should we go back to you know not in the nineties and take every team's trophy away because they were all taking steroids? Okay, well, well, it's steroids. It wasn't technology. And it's like it's the same thing. Everyone's found a way to get away with it, and when they get caught. They apologize for getting caught, not for cheating. And then you know that every team's like, okay, all right, we can't do that now. Yeah, so let's tone what it back. Can we? Let's, let's, what, roll, yeah. let's roll it back this offseason and see what we can do. And everyone's like, stealing signs has been a big deal uh, forever. And it's like, yeah, I mean, this is a different way to do it, obviously. But no one could have thought that, like, yeah, they're going <laughs> to they're gonna put a camera out in the outfield. We're going to have these loud drums, and you're going to know what pitch is coming. Right. Yeah. It's... I mean, That's more than stealing signs. Yeah. Yeah. But you give Mike Trout a chance to know what pitch is coming. See, I, but the thing is, is these guys still weren't hitting like 600. That's what I'm saying. Like, they're putting up numbers that Mike Trout's putting up. You give him a chance to cheat like they are? It's eh, insane. I guess that's true. The other part, too, is I've always said, like, with, with steroids as the example, just because that's the closest thing that you can really think of. Um, the 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 best thing is always people say, well, he took steroids. He couldn't have been a great baseball player. It's like, um, if you take yeah. steroids, you don't see ninety five miles an hour any better than the next guy. Yeah, and when we, you make contact, it might go farther. Yeah. But the other thing too is if you if you took steroids right now, right here, right now, 
for the next three months but did nothing about it, n- your body wouldn't change that much. Right. If anything, you'd probably look worse by the time you stopped taking it. Whereas a guy like Barry Bonds, yes, did he blow up really quick? Yeah. He His blew- head grew. They yeah. had to get different size batting elements. Like He blew up. But at the same time, when he was taking steroids, he had to work two times, three times as hard to get that big. Because if he wasn't working that hard, and he still got to hit a baseball. He was going to get fat, you know. Yeah. So, and he still got to hit the baseball. And you know, I that's, think that's why a... people were like, Adderall is almost worse than taking steroids because it helps you focus. Yeah, and I think you bring up a good point there. Because do I think the Astros are going to be bad this year? No. Alex Bregman's a great player. George Springer's a great player. Altuve, Jose Altuve, great player. Yeah. These They've guys, got a good pitching staff. These guys were all drafted at the top of the draft and would have been drafted by anyone else in that position. So these guys are talented players. Did they have an advantage? Yes, but uh, they're still going to be out there and be able to really compete. Yeah, take it away and from that's them. And piss so many people off. They're going to be like, why are they still winning? Because everyone wants to see them fail now, good. but they're not going to. No. No, they've made enough moves to have a pitching staff that is second to none. And they're they're also a forward-thinking club. Well, them, yeah, I mean, the they're Bay Rays. They're, yeah, oh. they're really thinking what. Well. But there's a lot of teams that just like... Next step... They're always one step ahead. Use analytics and are one step ahead, and the Astros are at the forefront of that path. Yeah, it's not like a money ball situation. Like they're not getting guys that are like, oh, look at his. O- they're OPS. getting the best players, but they're just and then getting they're good making players. them better through the uh, analytics and all the things that they're mm-hmm. able to do with them to, to make them better players. I mean, they're just developing them at a, at a higher rate and a better rate, um, and so they're not going away because. Even though they're cheating, it's a good organization with good players. They they would have to impose. This is my personal opinion. Yeah, I think we're on the same page though. I think they'd have to impose a postseason ban on on them for them to not make the playoffs this year. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Like unless unless Manfred, which he probably won't, he's got to come out from under his desk first. But unless he says they can't make the playoffs, like because of cheating, they will make the playoffs. I just that. You pull up, yeah. I'm yeah. just looking at the other teams that are vision, and it's like the Mariners Angels got better, but they're always, not. Mariners, Mariners blow it. They always blow it. Rangers they, and they, Angels both got better, but they're not going to be. They're not. They're as, not there. They don't yet. have the staffs to to match the and rosters. And the Oakland A's are always competitive. They're Do I think they're making they're a wild card team. Yeah, they're a wild card team. They, I think they they'll make the playoffs. They aren't a West winner, but they're a wild card. They're team just not better sure. than the Astros. Yeah, you look at the AL West, and there's yeah, there's no way if they were still in the NL. Maybe it's a different story. Yeah, they're in the NL Central. It'd be a lot. It'd be a lot of teams eating each other there. But yeah, well, you look. They still, I think, could it, beat out could, the yeah. Cubs, Brewers, Cardinals. Which that, yeah. So, I, I feel like next week we'll probably have a new thing Something, about yeah. the Astros. But they aren't going away because of the scandal. But they aren't going away also because they're still a hell of a ball club. That that just is what it is. All right, to wrap this up, because last week we uh, almost went two hours, so we're trying not to go two hours um, for your listening pleasure. David Ayers, 42-year-old for the Carolina Hurricanes. Zamboni driver for the (laughs) Carolina Hurricanes. Emergency backup goalie. Comes in. He's the first emergency backup goalie to record a victory in goal. And... When I saw that, I was like, "That I don't even know, like how that works." Because when you think of hockey, I think you know we're going to get into this. We're going to talk about if this is possible in any other sport. I feel like hockey is the one sport that, like, if you 
like if you're a Zamboni driver, you were probably playing hockey your entire life. Yeah, like, I think he did play. He has some experience on the NHL, but amateur. I level. mean, he's been on. It, Saying he's on NHL teams, I guess I don't know if he was on them as Zamboni drivers, but he was he's like been around the league for the past few years. Like he's like bounced around. Um but it's like I feel like it's the one sport that if you've been playing your entire life, that you could just go in and be serviceable. What was so funny is they asked him, and I wish I had it pulled up somewhere, but they asked him like were you nervous? Like, what happened? He's like, I went out there and I, I was a little nervous and someone came up to me. And I don't remember, I don't watch hockey enough to know all the players. And he's like, someone came up to me and said, we don't care if you let in 10 goals. He's like, just go out there and do your best, basically. Yeah. And he's like, that immediately took all the nerves away. And then his team, the Hurricanes, outscored the Maple Leafs. Mm-hmm. Three to two while he was in. Yeah, that's yeah. I they, love that. They, he he went in to preserve a lead. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, four, I think they were up four to one, and that's why they're like, uh, maybe. But uh. <laughs> well, and yeah, uh, they only had ten shots on goal. The Maple Leafs, and uh, he had eight saves. I mean, that's I love. They, it. He's like, this is this is awesome, and they're like, you know. They had, they had a jersey and number like picked out for him already. Like they had everything. They're selling his jerseys now. Yeah, and they they texted him. He's like, hey, just in case, like you might want to be ready. He's like, it's kind of what they, you know, if they're on to their second goal, it's kind of what they always tell me. And then, yeah, he gets a call and he's like, yeah, you better get pads on. Then <laughs> you're the going to have to go. Not out happy. There. Did you see the coach when on he this? came out on ice? He was just like looking around. Right, here we just go. Like, like this is it. Well, they're, they they need to they need those points to make the playoffs too. They're in a yeah, because they're in like they're in the heat of the yeah. like playoff race. I was thinking, oh, and I mentioned this to you. You know, what other sports could this happen in? Mm-hmm. I was thinking the only other thing where a guy could come in and maybe succeed is if you're a kicker or punter in yep, the NFL. That's and kicker because yeah. it translates to soccer, and we've seen that. Um, but other than that, I can't think of and, anything. And the reason I say like a kicker. In the, like the NFL, for example, we've seen Indomitian Sue make extra points just we, from soccer experience as a kid. Soccer experience, yeah. Could you imagine that guy playing soccer? <laughs> My favorite image is like, yeah, he played soccer until he was about like fourteen. I was like, how tall was he at fourteen? <laughs> and the reason he quit was because he was too big. Because yeah, well, like he, he's he just played too, physical. too aggressive. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, well, you got to find you something more. Like that was the thing. They're like, well, yeah, he played soccer aggressively. I was like, it's not really context for him. Like, I mean, if if he's out there. <laughs> It's a contact yeah. sport. But uh, Chad Johnson has gone out and kicked extra points at field goals. Uh, sometimes quarterbacks do, like, emergency pooch punts. Like, they line up like they're going to go for it on fourth down, and they just, like, punt it. I mean, Big Ben's done it. Um, Tom Brady's done it. I oh, mean, yeah. all the big-name guys have probably done it once or twice. And so that's probably the – I don't want to say the easiest, like, comparison – but it's one of those positions that, like, someone's going to go out there and tell you, like, hey, if you miss, exactly. you're not a kicker. <laughs> so yeah. like, It's okay. But it's if you diff- make it, great. It's different. than I mean, another good comparison is there was a Jets team. I wish I could find it. I, we've ta- I've talked about this with Jake on Chasing History. But there was a Jets team that I think it was Testaverde went out. Oh, yeah. And they brought in Brad br- Smith. And then they kind of ran a wildcat yeah. with him, but or maybe it wasn't when Testaverde was there. But 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 they also ran one where like yeah their their punter had to play like an oh, entire wow. game yeah. pretty much. 
Well, I I just remember the Jets having quarterback problems, and then Brad Smith was their answer because he played some quarterback in college. Was more of an athlete than a quarterback. And Antoine Randall, yeah. um, he would sometimes do that for the Steelers. He played a, he played quarterback at uh, Bowling Green, I think it was. Oh, it's killing me that I don't remember this, but yeah, because um, I, I think he played I think he played in the MAC, but maybe not Toledo, Indiana, Indiana. Oh, same region. Yeah. Anyways. I knew it. Maybe I, I don't know why I thought he was at a smaller D1. But so, I mean, there's plenty of cases where things like this have, like similar things like this have happened. But it's a little different when the, I mean, this would be like you or I on the JV soccer team, right? Probably, or like, you know, they need bodies. So they put us up to like varsity and like the goalie gets hurt. And it's like, hey, one of you has to go in. We're, we're up by three, and uh, we need to win. It'd be like, Good luck. me? Yeah. Uh, what about that guy? Like, mm, no. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, in other sports, it's kind of like, oh, it's a trick play. Or, like, they. it's not really to win. But this was like, like they needed to win. And this, like, that's a position that you can't, you can't really just throw a scrub out there. So I, I think it's a testament, one, to this guy's like ability to play hockey to begin with. But two, it's like how many more emergency backup goalies <laughs> or like Zamboni drivers in the NHL could also do could this? Could make a difference, yeah. So I don't know. I'm trying to think of like other – like I don't think there are – Position players pitching, but that's not – No. Oh, wasn't, the, wasn't this past year the first year a position player picked up a win though? Might have been. I, I couldn't tell you. But I mean, but wins happened. in baseball are pointless, anyways. The wins don't matter. Yeah, for for pitchers. Right. Yeah. Well, wins, wins do matter. Yeah. <laughs> in the over, the scheme of things, yeah. But a win wins don't determine whether a pitcher's good or not. Yeah. I'm glad you agree with that. Um, just like RBI don't matter. Yeah. Batting average doesn't matter. Slightly. It's not a good uh thing to base your your right. opinion off of. Mm-hmm. OPS. It's the only way to go. Anyways, OBS plus. Uh, <laughs> well, in his war, his war, war is, in his dwar. I uh, like war. I like defensive war. wins above replacement. <laughs> dwar. Yeah, well, it depends on how far you want to go. But yeah, I'm just like I'm honestly trying to like rack my brain yeah, for there if there's another sport. I think for small like transition plays or like trick plays or something, I think could be possible. But I think in the sense of like. Putting a guy in in a crucial moment of a game, I don't. You know, you're not going to throw out Indomitian Sue to kick a game-winning field goal. Like I think you're going to going for it. You, you're point. either going for it, or you're going to find a better, op- or you're going to put your punter out there. Yeah, you're going to find a better option. Um, yeah, I think hockey is the only sport, and that's one of the re- so rare. But like, you got to love that. Yeah, that's something you have to tune into. That's I. You know, I'd buy his jersey. Not for however much they sell them for, <laughs> but I, in theory, I would. Yeah. So, now, and the other thing too is like, even if you put in a punter to be a field goal kicker, like that's basically the same position. Like most punters are, are classically trained in the form of kicking a field goal. They may not be better at it than punting, but that's the thing is like, this guy wasn't even like really on the active roster and he just came in. Yeah. Everybody else is typically on the active put roster. Put in a shift. 
Got a paycheck. Got to win. <laughs> someone someone commented on it. Is like, I bet this team's not paying him a fair wage. <laughs> They're like, pay this man his money. <laughs> Give him the veterans minimum. Yep. Whatever that is. 100000 It's a day's work right yep. there. He'd take it. I'd take it. So, you know, all in all, uh, Steven and I are going to go try to be NHL goalies, I think. It's the next step. It's the next we one. talked about our demise in in, in our <laughs> athletic careers. So we've got to pick up a new sport. Yep, I'm gonna start with. The, I'll start with Zamboni driving. <laughs> we'll go from there. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm gonna be a, a linebacker at Doan University. <laughs> we talked about it on the way here. I uh, I weigh more than I I would like to, but I if you know if I keep it on, might I'm be gonna, something there for you. I'm gonna reopen my college recruitment. You can fill up the goal. That's right. Yeah. You know what's last thing? Then then we're done for sure. I promise. What I've always found so funny is people are like, oh, well, goalies wear, like, all the padding. Like, they've got to be big guys. And a lot of them are, like, 5'10". Yeah. Because if you're any – it's kind of like being a catcher in baseball. If you're too tall, it's, like, it's hard on your knees. Oh, yeah. It's hard on your body. So, like, yeah, you wear a lot of, of padding. But they've also done, like, the sports science where you get a guy that, like, in a sumo suit, yeah, I think basically. They put, yeah, sumo And wrestler. guys still score goals. Oh, yeah. Just because, like, it has nothing to do with how much you fill the goal. You right. still have to stop the puck. So that might David be Ayers, where we struggle. Maybe, maybe he's not going to answer our phone call. But let's maybe we'll try. No, yeah. we should get that guy. First on. guess. First guess. Emergency goalie. We're, we're gonna drive. <laughs> What's harder, driving a zamboni <laughs> or having those perfect lines? <laughs> Yo, if if I miss just a little <laughs> spot. You know, I've I've got to wait to go back out there till the next intermission. It's really plays with your mind. Yeah. All right, Stephen. Anything else? No. Till next time, man. Till next time. He's Stephen Huff. I'm Colton Stone. It's been the Stephen Stone Show. We will talk with you guys next week. See you.